4: you know what it is it's your guy red butler and this well this is that pretty left hook hitting you in your goddamn damn liver happy belated father's day to all the fathers i am one myself baby and we outside man. remember every day's father's day god damn it stop hating you better give us a goddamn gift listen we're gonna go into part two you know i talk to the pivot podcast guys my man Channon. Crowder, my man Fred Taylor, and of course, the incomparable Ryan Clark. These guys are now becoming ubiquitous in media, so I wanted to break this up into two parts for you, because it's a lot you can't goddamn handle, fool. Welcome back to the show. All right, Fred, I want to ask you a business question. I know everybody talks about the guests and all that other good stuff, but I understand business, baby. Um, Are you looking to align the podcast with a major distributor or stay independent and keep conquering?
5: Just enjoying the moment. You know, if opportunities come up, then, you know, we'll take full advantage of them. So right now we're, we're really just trying to build content, enjoy our guests, enjoy the moment, and everything else will take care of itself. I think we have to remain focused on that because that's out of our control. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're going to enjoy this moment, this ride, in, and we'll, we'll see how it goes from there.
4: Now, Ryan. I know you're an NFL analyst. You have a podcast with Daniel Cormier, former UFC champion, and now you're the lead of the Pivot. Talk about just overall now transitioning into all of these roles in media.
6: Every every platform is, is different, you know, and I serve a a different you know uh, purpose in each, and that's what's been extremely fun for me, uh, being able to navigate all of them, you know, like I know. On, on the pivot, like my job is to facilitate. You know, I got two dudes who just in their own right and what they bring in personality and intelligence and preparation, they're going to do their thing. And so my job is to put them in the best position to do that and also do the exact same thing with my guests. Um, on ESPN, I'm an NFL analyst. I know what my job is there. It's about to give, it's about giving my opinion. It's about watching the game and, and bringing energy and those different things. I think that's how I've been able to navigate it. It's just understanding who I need to be in each space. And it's about who Ryan needs to be, not who some other character is or who some other analyst is, who some other host is. It's me. um, And I try to do that to the best of my ability. So it's been fun. Um, I don't think I've ever done anything in media, not I don't think, I've never done anything in media that I enjoy um, like this to be able to create our own content, you know, put together our own shows. It's four brains along with our producer. Uh, producer Alicia Zubakowski, and it's all us whether this thing you know is a huge success or if it bombs out is going to be because we did it our way and I'm comfortable with that and I think that's why we put so much into each show and why we're so proud of what we've been able to accomplish
4: it's funny Ryan I gotta ask you because it seems like you're doing this so seamlessly was the plan post-retirement from the NFL always to be in the media
6: no, I wanted to coach. Like, I wanted to be a coach. I was just blessed to to play an extremely long time and, you know, have some opportunities to do NFL Network, to do ESPN. And, you know, I had a TV contract before I retired. Um, you know, podcasting or athlete-led shows wasn't a thing when I, you know, I started in the media. And it, it wasn't big. And if you think about, you know, Channing, uh, Fred, and Alicia, you know, and I've said this before, and I'm going to keep making sure people understand this. They were a part, a huge part of the two best player-led podcasts in the history of podcasting, period. And I think, you know, that like that needs to be said. Their contributions uh, to both were not only, you know, vital, but I think were the main reasons and are the main reasons that both of those podcasts and now the pivot, uh you know, being the second one, is so popular man and so i'm just actually you know just blessed uh to be a part of what they did I'm, I'm happy you know that they called me because this is never anything i ever envisioned you know being able to be a part of um and being such a huge success
4: you know channing it's funny to me you're like the podcast charles barkley we don't know what's going to come out your mouth pause um you always come from left field is that a plan
7: yeah no man it, it's kind of and it's, it's my personality. Like, I've been asked that before. Like, do I try to derail or, like you say, pivot? You know, we use the word a lot. Do I try to pivot the conversation? And I do. But, man, I, I really do. Like, being around me, like my boys know and even, you know, RC and and, and, and Freddie, but even my dudes from back in the day, they know, But I always want to laugh and have a good time. So, like, I'm always going to bring a different type question. You know, to ask Charles Barkley about not winning the championship, you know, he's been asked that 100 times, but – the fun of it, bringing out that personality, and to be honest, like about the like the sexual talk and all, you know, the the the, the role playing and stuff, it kind of it, it makes it where it is that 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 safe place, and you get that locker room environment. So in every locker room, there's the old there's the old guy with six kids that don't really play around. There's the young rookie that just signed, and he's still running the streets, partying, and having a good time. You know, there's the guy that just kind of got his second contract. There's so many different dynamics, and I think our personalities our wider dynamic changes. So Fred has been, you know, deemed the OG. Fred going to say some real deep stuff to help you with life. RC is going to really break it down analytically and, you know, really, really, you know, lay, lay out the story. And then I'm going to bring kind of the wild card of it. But that's that's my personality anyway. I'm always a dude that's going to try to push the envelope a little further, you know, ask ask a question that nobody else would ask. So it's really just played into our personalities. But I honestly embrace it, man, because I just I love to laugh. I love to have a good time. And that's what I want our guests to be able to do and be able to open up. And I think that's the easy way to open up is when you're laughing and enjoying it.
4: I have a question. You look at Draymond Green, right? He has the Graymon, Draymond Green Show. I always mess up this name, this man's name. He has the Draymond Green Show. Would any of you right after a game like Draymond does go into your hotel room or your locker room, put up a camera, put up a mic, and talk about your experiences after the game, because I think it's pretty revolutionary, but very rare.
7: Me, personally, I can't speak for nobody that would say. Hell (laughs) no. Hell
6: no. No, like, I think Uh, Draymond is, is one, a special human, you know? I think he's, he's, you know, really good at what he does, too, man. I think he's going to be one of the best to ever do it when he retires, just from a... Honesty standpoint, a knowledge standpoint, a, will- a willingness to share. But you know, for for me, if, if you are going to, I, I think football games matter too much to do that, right? If you start setting a precedent that you're going to jump right to, to to podcasting, then they're going to want you to do it, whether you win or w- whether you lose. um Football, man, you plan all week for three hours, so you take that L. Like I don't want to talk to nobody. Like I don't want to give my opinion on what happened and i think when you play 82 games it's a little different and when you go to state warriors and you win a lot of them it's even more different so there is no way on god's green earth i'd want you to know what the hell i was thinking after the green bay packers beat me in the super bowl
3: absolutely not this show is sponsored by better help we all carry around different stressors big and small when we keep them bottled up it can start to affect us negatively.
1: Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy as part of the My Cultura podcast network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Continuing on Draymond, I got to ask you, what are your thoughts on his new media concept? He believes that um, there's an old guard and a new guard, and the new guard consists of the athletes telling their own narrative. What are your thoughts on this, and is the pivot an extension of that movement.
7: I, I think we're, we're, it's very similar to um, to Draymond what we do, but we don't make an effort to do it. We let them build it. So, like Draymond, Draymond will argue for somebody, you know, that he knows or you know somebody that he's, you know, that he that he's that he's more comfortable with and knowledgeable about than than the mass media or the mass population. And he'll try to change it himself. When we have guests on, we let them put the narrative out that they want to. We we let them know that hey they said this they said that you know what what's your take on that but i think it's a great great thing and to your point of course you asked earlier they open up to athletes better like it is what it is you can see and it is why it works and it's why you know why it's so many different platforms all the smoke and and you know the, the the shop and all those things is where now you're sitting out with athletes you relate to them better so now you're not trying to you know you're not trying to you know parse words and figure out a way to say this in a certain way not to upset people man just tell your homeboys what's up tell us what's up with you. they saying this about you what's up and i think that that that's the easier way but we don't when i'm not saying we're aiming for it but it, it tends to happen when you open the floor to somebody with uh you know with 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 some, with their homeboys or with some people they are comfortable you know comfortable being there
4: fred i mean i know you had to start with another show but obviously we're here now with the pivot why the pivot? Why even get into podcasting?
5: everybody was inside, man So it's good and refreshing to, to really get out and just talk about something that we're very very familiar with and there is no way it started with just a real podcast about uh sports and then that evolved to sports and lifestyle some fashion and then it evolved into um uh, you know one of the uh, best you know uh podcasts former not just one of the best podcasts but one of the best podcasts for former uh former players as rc said and uh yeah so that's pretty much how it all took off
4: fred i gotta ask you because now it seems like your personality is, seen, is shown more and you guys have more of an opportunity to connect with the people and it's working did you expect overnight success
5: no not at all like say it was just some stuff we for me, I was just doing some shit to get out, get out the house, man. I didn't want to be cooped up inside. We were, we were. It reminded me of the locker room, four guys getting together. Uh, originally, it was Reggie Wayne, and then um, then Chad Johnson, Ocho came on board, and again, it just was. It reminded me of the locker room, and it felt good to be able to go chill, you know, have a drink or two or three with the guys and talk sports talk crap to each other talk about people about things and uh that's what it was for me so it didn't even feel like a podcast as it evolved you know you started to get more serious about it started to understand what it demanded but i think rc even said earlier on the interview we did it doesn't feel like that it doesn't feel like work we're just you know having conversations we have an opportunity to travel places to get to meet people some that we know some that we've possibly been looking to meet but to have a conversation we get to travel and talk to people and put it out so other people can come inside of you know what we're doing and uh, uh learn from these guests learn from us so um yeah it makes it easy man it makes it fun
4: it's interesting everybody now has a camera everybody now has a microphone But the shows are outside, right? We're all watching these shows, um, especially if the guests are compelling in the interview questions and such. But I got to ask you, do you feel like now you're in a landscape that is becoming oversaturated? Are there too many damn podcasts?
5: We all have opinions and we're entitled to those. So if you got something to say, say it. You never know who you can help. Right. It's about helping people, about um, opening doors. Being transparent, you know, if they don't say anything, we'll never know. Much like us, and I think we've uh, become, we've gotten to a point where the feedback and responses are, man, we need this is needed, and and we feel the same way about other people. And I listen to some of the things that other people say, do, and uh, I learn from them. So I I think uh, it's not oversaturated. Content is. You know, it, it's a lot of good, a lot of bad. You take what you want from it, apply it to your life as you see fit. Uh, give it back as you see fit. And, and and really, that's it for me.
4: All right, guys, I got to ask, because you've had everybody on the show. Who were some of your dream guests? And that question's for everybody. Fred, what do you think?
5: One being uh, Barack Obama, obviously, for obvious reasons. And the right. other one for me is... Uh, I like to get LeBron on the show. Okay. Yeah. I like to dig into his head, you know, in a different angle than what we typically see, you know, from everybody. So, and pause on that yeah. too. Yeah, so, <laughs> Hey, yeah, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? But yeah, no, nah, I think Brun would be a good one. Oh, my third one is Halle Berry. I'm sorry. Okay.
7: Mine's easy. I just said a couple times, Uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Denzel. I just think just so dynamic, just what they do, and Samuel L. Jackson, my favorite actor ever. So yeah, mine is them two. Barack's one of them too, but Freddie hit him on the head. So those are my two. I got a list of about twenty, but I just give you them two.
6: (laughs) Yeah, man. Like I like those that they picked. I think uh, were amazing. Um, I'd actually like to get Oprah Mm. on the show, Mm. though. I think when when you talk about the you know where we are now in media, and then now you know having someone like her uh, who's who's obviously set the precedent for what um, you could be and the type of media uh, you could build, and my other one and it's crazy because I know we're not saying a ton of athletes. I would love to have Dave Chappelle on the show mm. um I think I think his his level of intelligence uh wit um and fearlessness is just truly. Something that, that I admire, and you know, I know that we'd learn, uh, and also be entertained if we had him on the show.
4: You know, I think it's interesting, you guys have touched so many different levels of emotional, the emotional spectrum, so to speak, in the show. Um, do you feel like you're transcending sports and now becoming just more ubiquitous in the media landscape?
6: I don't think, I don't, I don't think our show was, was ever a sports talk show, um, to be honest. I think our show um, is a show for everyone, about everyone, that's hosted by three former football players. And I think the thing that we want to do more than anything is have a show where it's about the human, not always necessarily about what the human does. And I think in order in order to do that, you can't box yourself in. Now, we're, we're certainly going to talk to athletes because that's our world. And you know we want an opportunity to showcase them differently than the rest of the world likes to see them. You know the way you got an opportunity to see Shaq, the way you got an opportunity to see Michael Beasley, you know Floyd Mayweather, Alex Rodriguez, all of those guys. And I think that's that's important. Um, But we also want to sit down, you know, with the Omari Hardwicks of the world, et cetera, and allow them to to show different pieces of of themselves. And I think I think the reason you kind of name entertainers is because that seems further away from our start than the athletes you know we know we'll be in certain rooms with athletes and have the opportunities to get them but as we grow and have an opportunity to sit in the rooms uh with people and like i mean if we got president obama that'd probably be my last show because i retire um after that because i have accomplished anything and everything i'd ever want to do and something like this well whatever but (laughs) You know, we are a show for everybody. We did Jana Kramer, and I think that set the precedent. Uh, she's an actress. Uh, she's a, a country singer, and she was our first woman, and she was white. You know, that, that, that was done purposely. We wanted to show that we could sit down with anyone and have a conversation. Uh, Channing says it all the time. If you could speak English, we can talk to you, and that's what we want to do.
4: All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up, and I appreciate your time. Any last words for my people?
6: and everything always works out yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right, man we appreciate you thank big you, homie
4: brother. that's all folks you know what it was we talked to the pivot guys thank you very much to my man ryan clark channing crowder and of course the incomparable fred taylor my name is Red butler this is the pretty left hook and you watching me on the up on game presents network shout out to the big homie lavar arrington Big up, big up to my man Vito, and you knew what it was, and you know what it is. It's your guy, Red Butler, and this, well, this was that pretty left hook, and I just hit you in your goddamn liver,
3: baby. Peace. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them